0: It's the internet, you're busy, let's do this Welcome to the Games Beat Decides Podcast I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb With me is Mike Minotti Um, I'm I'm just kind of I'm off my game this week, Mike, in case you can't. Yeah, I usually tell.
1: make me say my own name
0: for Yeah, I usually make you say your own name. I also say this is the podcast where we decide everything so you don't have to think for yourself. But I'm just I don't it's know. It's Friday,
1: you know? It's Friday. Friday. You know I'm what it is? A Friday. Beer, it's Friday. Yeah.
0: It's all it's all in that right there. In Mike drinking a beer, that is what this podcast is. Beer Nevada
1: Oktoberfest. Not bad. It's ooh, not ooh, bad. In collaboration with uh Vinus Stefan, which is the world's <laughs> oldest brewery. Oh. They make that Hefeweizen I enjoy, so.
0: Oh, the, the beer facts that I like are that, like, Guinness rented its uh, its brewery, the place where it does it, like, uh, a couple hundred years ago, and it got, like, a 10,000-year lease, and it still pays, like, a couple bucks a year or some crazy wow. shit like that. That's probably not true, but but I like the story. I'm just going to knock I it up. I choose and-
1: to believe it.
0: I choose to believe it as well, Mike. All right, so on this week, we're going to go over some news and some games. First, though, I want to thank everybody for joining us. You can get more from me and Mike at GamesBeat.com. If you have something to share with us, you can email the podcast at GamesPlusPodcastAdventureBeat.com uh, or get us on Twitter at GBdecides or at GamesBeat for the site. Um, if you're watching this uh, in a, as a video version on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, there's an audio version that you can subscribe to. You just got to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anything like that. Uh, search for us you'll find us no problem there's also an rss feed uh, if you uh, go to games beat and look for that um if, if you like the show you should rate us on apple podcast if, uh, if you don't just don't just you know keep it keep it to yourselves for once jesus um and i want to thank Man, carlos today. yeah i'm in i'm in a mood Whoa. i want to thank uh, carlos aine uh, who is insane in the rain music on youtube for our theme song all right mike so um I guess we, we, we just hop right into it. It's a it's been a big week for like Nintendo. It's direct. There's a lot of other news. Stuff's happening. It's that time of year. Um, I played through a lot of Spider-Man. Uh, we, the Blackout beta started. Um, why don't we start there, though? Because you played it on PC. I've, I've been playing on P- PS4, and I'll be playing it on PC tonight now Now that it's out. Uh, this is Call of Duty Black Ops 4's Battle Royale mode. Uh, what do you think of it? Uh, just kind of. So, I mean, I've
1: only been playing a bit of it because uh, the PC beta started today. I was kind of waiting for that because I'm a PC snob with shooters now, right. uh, and I'm so it's definitely much closer to a PUBG than a Fortnite, right? Like that's yeah. I, I mean,
0: I think um, in terms of the way it looks and like all of the equipment and, and things along those lines. But I think in terms of like the pacing and the arcadey nature of it, it's, it's definitely closer to Fortnite. But it's still it's just Call of Duty. Right?
1: It's faster. Well, I guess a lot of the equipment management, right? Like that stuff's not really in Fortnite. You just have like a bar with like right. this game. There are scopes and yes, uh, it, and that kind of I guess it, that like that to me for whatever reason is like a the big div- the like dividing feature. Much like how for like Dota two and League of Legends, like Dota two, you have like. Uh, Or maybe not 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 Dota 2 and League Legends, but like between those games, like Heroes of the Storm, like those games have like that store you have to go to. Dota 2 is even more because like the Courier, for some reason, like that's always been like a big thing for me. Uh, But 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 besides that, my impression is just you know, hey, here's like a new battle royale game, and it pretty much looks ready to go, right? Like it's kind of like presentation-wise, like and part of that is because it's the Call of Duty people; they're able to just take their resources and put it into this mode. And it kinda just works really well, right? Like this map, it seems super cool. Like it has all these neat locations that like are kinda callbacks to call of duty. Even kinda callbacks to other things. Like there's this dam that just makes me think of Goldeneye, right? Like I don't know mm-hmm. if that's intentional, but man, does it make me think of Goldeneye? And uh yeah, it just it just runs really well and it uh you can like I've only played a little bit, I kinda suck at it, but it sure does seem like there's some potential here, huh?
0: Uh yeah, I mean I, I think uh Call of Duty fans, I think are probably going to really dig it. Um, If they haven't already jumped on to Fortnite or PUBG, like 100% Call of Duty Battle Royale, if that's like their first taste of it, I I imagine a lot of them are going to get very excited. I mean, Fortnite's still free to play though. And I think a lot of people are probably going to just go to that, but there's, there's room enough for Call of Duty to have like a mode that is like these other games and to continue on just fine. Um, I uh, I like it fine. Yeah, it's 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 all right. It's um it's well, I mean, nothing. It's not like anything too. I don't have any problems with it. It's just you know, it's more uh, another battle royale, and I played a lot of PUBG, so I'm kind of like, okay, I'm maybe over this. I'm I'm not going to be playing any of these games. I don't think like religiously in the way I was playing.
1: Sure, no, I don't think I'm no. I'm, I'm not. I was playing Fortnite for a bit, and I'm not really playing that very much either right now.
0: Right, and um, it, You know, it's not doing anything too different to, well, it's not doing really much different at all uh, to uh, make me think, oh, yeah, this is a reason why, you know, uh, why this game needs to exist. Not that it just can't exist because people are going to play it and it's fun, but uh, f- for me to, like, pay attention to it. Um, I mean, there are some differences, differences though. Did you uh, encounter any of, like, the zombie areas? No. So, like, there's areas on the map, I think they're marked by, like, pillars of light, but they might not be. Uh, but, like, I, we went into one, uh, we hopped in a helicopter, which is different, not in any of the other, uh, other ones. And I took my team, uh, just a bunch of random people I matched up with online, and we flew towards one of these things, because I thought they might have been, like, an airdrop. But it was just, like, this graveyard, and we dropped down there, and there was a big box, and you go to open the big box, and it has pretty decent, it has a, a better weapon than you're just going to find everywhere else. Or, or it might just be like a, a normal weapon that has all the attachments. Something along those lines. Uh, but it was hard to pay attention to exactly what it was because as soon as we did that, zombies started attacking us from all sides and we had to wipe them out or that's get on a helicopter neat. run away. it cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely... It made the map feel uh, more interesting and more, you know, and, and dangerous and like there's this risk-reward stuff and you, you, you know, you do have this helicopter and you can go anywhere, but if you try to go to one of these spots, like there's reasons to, to play it safe and to avoid these areas. Um... I, I will also say, I do like that um, the map is just a lot of Call of Duty levels, or a lot of Treyarch Call of Duty levels. Right, like, yeah. Um,
1: it is kind of like a great fits thing, right?
0: Right, yeah. I, at first, I was like, I, I still actually don't know where like the core of Nuketown is. Like, I see it on the map, and I go there, and it never looks like the Nuketown I remember. So maybe there's just changes that I, I that aren't registering but then there's like the firing range in the middle of the map and that looks just like firing range from black ops 1 i think which i played a ton See, of.
1: i'm not like super familiar i would like except for a new time i wouldn't know like that damn right. month i was talking about i'm sure that was just a map in some call of duty game
0: right yeah uh but yeah i mean it's it, it's cool uh, i'm looking forward to kind of seeing what battlefield 5 does but um, uh, the one i'm actually most interested in is that ring of elysium from tencent because it's like uh, i don't know if you heard about how it's different it it's a battle royale game, and there could be up to four winners, though, because there's a helicopter at the end, at the end of the match. It's going to take you away, uh, but it only has four seats, so the four people that get those seats win a match. Um, and there's, you know, there's like hang gliding and snowmobiles and snowboarding and there are avalanches that can get triggered at like all different kinds of points on the map and stuff like that. So there's a lot going on and I, that sounds really neat. I want to try that a, a little bit more. I tried it a little bit when it was like on the Thai servers, but it, it's launching on steam in like four days. So I'll probably definitely download it for free from there. So yeah. um, I, uh, I also put a lot of time into Spider-Man Mike. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty good game. I think uh, I, it's I th- fantastic. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I definitely am. Um, I'm. I'm. i at a spot with that game where it's just like the swinging is so good, and just getting around the city and doing that kind of stuff. It's you know it is very much just crackdown. Is kind of how I feel. Where yeah,
1: like and that's kind of like yeah, that sort of superhero open world game, right? Where that's right
0: exactly. fun. Yeah, no matter what, like, all, no! I'm ignoring a lot of the shortcomings just because the this core mechanic of moving around the world and collecting stuff is so so good um and the combat is it, i don't you know i don't love it but it's really it's, it's,
1: i love the i think the combat is fantastic I, i'm I, absolutely love with the combat
0: i just you know i, I don't I, I have no problems with it other than i just feel like um at a certain point you do just sort of run through each of those battles automatically um really? you know and that's just that maybe that's because it's intuitive but i just don't i don't know if there's a lot there it's not like it's, it's it doesn't come close to like a character action game which it's it's you know it's not it's you know it's one of these open world superhero games uh, so it's not going to be Bayonetta but it just I, you know the combat system's just not going to be the thing that keeps me coming back it is the swinging and that's that's fine um because it's helping me like you know the the side missions aren't great a lot of people I think complain about that but it's made it easy for me to be like you know it's not great but it's way better because what because what I'm doing is swinging through the city and just looking cool and feeling cool and I wouldn't I wouldn't just I wouldn't want to take this game away and be like no you need to like wait another year to you get all this stuff figured out because I don't it doesn't really matter how great that stuff is I'm still probably gonna love it about the same just because of the swinging being so right
1: I mean I I to the swinging but I think I like all the other components more than you do I kind of I, kinda, yeah, I that's mean fine. part of it is that I think when people complain about side missions a lot of side missions are go to this place and fight people I like the fighting so much uh, it's, it's not automatic for me. I think that I'm constantly using gadgets. I think I'm constantly moving around and, and doing things. I, I like that it's not just a combo-focused or a counter-focused right. kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, you know, that's my experience. Yeah, I, also, I, I hate you for having the wrong opinion.
0: <laughs> I will say I don't um, – I'm never like, oh, man, another combat encounter. This stinks. Uh, I It's never like that. It's just like it's not – on the level of like uh, of how of the heights that the swinging reaches and so by comparison the it's the best thing sure right yeah so by, cause, by comparison it's like oh okay and then it doesn't quite meet that threshold for like oh this it's itself is is great on its own it's just it's very very good and very serviceable and, and it does what it's supposed to do without causing any problems which is fine because again it's just it's Do a you great enjoy game. its kind of
1: its take on Spider-Man in general Yeah that's the that flavor, is, is and I love for that the most stuff part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think the, um, the writing's pretty good. I think the, the actor, you know, delivering the lines is pretty good. Um, you know, I'm not, uh. I don't think I'm going to remember this story. as like an all time. Great when I'm done with it, but I'm having a good time with it as I'm playing through it. It's, uh, it's-
1: yeah, it's more about the, t- like getting the, like, as opposed to like the actual plot, which is you know,
0: right. For example, it's yes. more this, just this like Spider-Man. I will the, remember. Yeah.
1: It gets like the tone and like the feeling. Right. And just like little, like just the like so much that I love that so much of it takes place at like that feast shelter. And you get all these kind of moments of just like yes. thoughtful and nice Peter Parker and whatnot.
0: Yeah, it's good. There, I mean, there's some, like stuff that makes me like roll my eyes like uh, like there's these side missions where you're supposed to help Harry Osborne uh like acknowledge Harry Osborne's deads deads well I can't say that, Mother. dead mother's legacy um by basically like doing a bunch of environmental side missions and there's one where you're just like you're swinging through clouds of green gas or whatever, and when you're done, he's like, "All right, well, now I got the evidence. So I'm gonna let the uh, Environmental Protection Agency handle this." And it's just like, eh, in this world, they wouldn't care. <laughs> so, so it just feels like, uh, I mean, Spider-Man's in the comic pretty good about it, not acknowledging that stuff, but also Spider-Man the comic is written like a month before it comes out, so it's it's a bit different than a video game, which had a lot of its writing in place before. You know Scott Pruitt's e- EPA or whatever, um, so I'm not going to hold that too too much against. Right, it, but I it mean, does. yeah, I mean, it does I me it's weird that they
1: even say the words EPA, but uh, sure, right. I mean, there's there's been some other controversies or criticisms about just. the... It's weird. I guess it shows you the, like the, the age we're living in, where it's uh, a criticism that. Spider-Man cooperates with police officers. Right? Yeah,
0: I, I think it was specifically he cooperates with t- police officers beating prisoners in Rikers or whatever. Uh, and like, real Rikers has a lot of sure. human rights abuses and stuff. So it's just like they they could like mixed that stuff up in a way where it isn't less of a problem for people. And I like, mean, yeah, in like you in said, the if context they just of that
1: mission, they are riding and escaping.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But I Uh, understand it's... it's, Yeah, yeah, but it's just, like, if they don't... Yeah, if they don't make it necessarily Rikers, there's a way around that stuff. Uh, I think that was actually, like, the main point there, is, like, you bring it up, then you kind of bring a lot of baggage along with it. And that's, you know, same thing with the EPA. If they... If he just didn't do that, like... Throw it to an authoritative, you know, thing at the end, and just say, you know, I I'm going to handle this now, or you know, I'll work with my science buddies and we'll we'll handle this pollution from here. Instead of being like, all right, well, now the good people are on the case. When you're like, well, they're not good actually. So um, he
1: should have just like halfway through the game said, I'm going to call up my friend Donald Trump, and he's going to figure it <laughs> yeah, all out. My that very good friend. He's
0: he's letting me stay at the Plaza Hotel. That's right,
1: the Plaza Hotel. Um, I I love, like, with those hairy, like, little science stations, every single time you go to one, whatever, it's investigating, there's a major crisis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, this one uh, looks at power surges. A power surge is about to blow up the entire city. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Good thing I was here.
0: Yeah, and, like, a lot of that stuff, it's like, uh, I think if... I could see myself taking that stuff too seriously and being way too critical of how cheesy a lot of that stuff is, but... I'm not because I just wanted a game where the swinging was good and they did such a good job on that that I'm working backwards from that and being like, OK, well, come on. I don't need to be I don't need to be worried about this stuff. It's not actually getting in the way of what I'm having fun with. Sure.
1: And I, I kind of want a certain amount of teasiness and, you know, right. I, I think it, the idea of the Spider-Man game, like in, in maybe avoiding the issues better than like a Spider-Man game addressing some of this stuff. I don't know if I necessarily want my Spider-Man game to be the thing talking about some of those issues. And even as I say that, I I think for a lot of people, there's like, no, any like, everything should talk about these issues. And, and I understand that too. And it's complicated. I hate I hate Jeff that I feel like I can't come out against this without sounding like
0: uh, I mean, yeah, they, those people, it. you know? Yeah, they've ruined it. Yeah, yeah I don't, you can't, uh, there's,
1: there's you there's can't be nuanced other anymore. people And I hate
0: them. Right. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I mean... I think you know what um, I mean, though. yes, Spider Man has a history of sometimes talking about this stuff, but most of the issues don't, and it just like it's just these fun adventures, and um, I yeah, I, I don't know. I think the writers could have just been a little bit better at avoiding that stuff. But it's honestly, it's also not that big a deal for me playing the game. I'm mo- the, the you know the biggest issues are I do think the side quests are feel a bit old fashioned. Uh, those that would be my biggest criticism. It's very, it's not all that much better than Spider Man 2 from 2004 or whatever. Um, when it comes to that stuff, and so it's like, okay, yeah, that maybe maybe that's a problem, but I, I don't know if I would really, if I was like sitting down to write a review of this game, hold that stuff uh deeply against it just because I'm uh, I, I don't care. It's it's not actually not getting in the way of the fun.
1: You wish, like, in general, maybe more missions were a structured. It had as many kind of, like, set pieces as, like, the first one when you go against the Kingpin. Because there really yeah. aren't a ton that are quite, right. like, like clearly a lot of time was spent on that mission. And, like, some of the other missions that are as, like, involved are, like, the things we saw at E3s, right? Yes. So,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I mean. I, get, I think I get that a little
0: bit. Yes. Yeah, and it just feels like, yeah, that they just pasted a bunch of stuff onto the map and kind of strung them together very lightly in a way that doesn't feel like that first mission. You're, you're right. And there could, I think there could have been more of that. You know, it's not, it's not going to feel like um, God of war just because it's, it's way more open than God of war was. I I,
1: will say, I think last week we both said, Oh, this isn't going to sell more than God of war. We, we already have Europe and Japan. And I think in both of those instances, it has been selling more than God of war. So I don't know if MPD wise it's, it's going to, but I, think it's, I think it's like very a, likely. It seems like it's a possibility now. So, yeah, yeah
0: it looks like yeah, a I, giant hit I, would, I, I, I had a hunch that maybe it could, but when you were like, so you're like, no. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're probably right. And now it's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know. It just feels like... Yeah, the chance to stand up really to the
1: right one for once and you glue it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sony might be... Um, I don't mean, no, Sony's really good at getting people excited about its first party games, Combine that with uh, like Spider-Man recently, and movies has been really good, and you know superheroes are, are just hot in general, and uh, any sort of console exclusive period is going to get a lot more attention than other games. Like I think if Activision had made this exact same game, I don't know if the excitement would be quite the same. Um, but I still, I, uh, a, all those factors, I just wouldn't expect it to, like, outdo God of War, which it just had so much built-up demand. So uh, much
1: built-up, it was already breaking records, and, and it seemed like it was outperforming, right? So for right. this to outperform the outperformer is uh, pretty nuts.
0: Right, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I will be interested to see what the MPD numbers are. That'll be, like, a month from now, a month and a half from now. Um, Mike, you uh, you were playing Dead Cells again.
1: Oh, yeah, so after, after I beat Messenger... And I actually downloaded into the Breach. I'm like, no, because if I, like, get away from Dead Cells again, I may never, like, right. beat it the one time, and I want to do that. So I got back into it. I had a couple close calls. And last night, of all things, I had a double bow and arrow
0: loadout. Whoa, okay.
1: <laughs> and both of them were, like, gold. And the one was, like, that one where you're right next to a person that does, like, critical damage. So it's right. almost like a melee weapon. Totally. And the, uh, the other bad. one was, like, the double shooter one, and it, it had piercing so that just, if people were, like, if there were a bunch of enemies in front of me, that just melted them. And then I had mm-hmm. two uh, gold ice grenades of all, like, that was my loadout. Two gold ice grenades Jeez. and two bows and arrows. And I melted things. Like, even the last boss was relatively easy with this loadout. Yeah. I just, yeah, it was just, I, you, like, that, the perfect situation. I do like situation. that. You,
0: just, you can get a loadout where... It's like, okay, this was the right one. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, uh, so, I, I mean, what even, was the last boss fight like? I
1: the mutation with double ammo. is the only time I ever did it. I was like, <laughs> well, these bow and arrows are so good. Mm-hmm. I guess, I, and it's not even an issue when, like, when you're playing regular enemies, you just kill them you walk through, You get, But, like, for a boss, when you're not, you don't want to get close to them. Like, I'm just going to pick this for the last boss. So I can just keep shooting at him. Right. And I just love that I could like make that decision and like see it work and stuff.
0: It's very smart to be able to like, cause you get a ton of gold in that uh, last level before the boss. So you, if you want to, you will for sure have the option to redo your mutations, uh, and I love that. I love. I love that. That is something they built into the game, where it really feels like, yeah, the, this is my run. But I could still make adjustments where I need to. If I if I'm if I suddenly get a different weapon that changes everything about what I was doing before, um, I'm not committed, and I can't like I can't. I don't have to avoid that just because it doesn't fit with what I built so far. Um, it sure felt yeah, good. What, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. What was that last boss fight like for you? Was it just mostly just like stay, keeping your distance and shooting with the double? Yeah, it was a lot get, of
1: keeping my distance and just spamming those ice grenades because because they were because like they had so many like bonus things they actually would slow him down pretty significantly and then i could at those moments i could get in and get the critical shots with that closer like bow and arrow and if otherwise i just kind of go away and just kind of shoot at him I, i think i used the health potion twice and both times it was kind of like on the safer side that wasn't like i was like pretty low in health so yeah it wasn't was not too hard of a fight all things considered
0: that's interesting. I, I, I definitely was happy going with the the shield uh, and, and trying that out. So it's it's interesting to hear that double bows worked for you. And because I, I was I was I was definitely in a rut before that where I was trying to use a melee and then like maybe a longer distance weapon or maybe a bow and arrow. Um, and I just wasn't getting anywhere at the last boss. And I finally went in there with a the shield and really took him out. So, yeah. Uh, I'm glad there are other viable alternatives there Uh, do you think I mean it sounds like you're going to put Dead Cells down for now Uh, would you ever consider trying to do another run like on the harder difficulties or whatever I
1: mean maybe there's so many other things to get to I want to play into the breach I still want to do Hollow Knight at some point I'm thinking about even playing Undertale finally now that that's like coming and yeah and all the fall games are happening right so I don't I don't not anytime soon
0: Right, yeah. I, I think if they do a, a big DLC drop, I'll definitely... Get sure, yeah. I mean, see, you can see, see that, that
1: pretty easily, right? Like a new, like, oh, okay. a whole different kind of, like, tree in the level layout or something. You know?
0: there's yes, there's- exactly, yeah. That'd be really neat. Um, all right, Mike, I think it's time to get to the news, if that's all right with you.
1: It's not okay, me. You're doing this do under it, my protest. It,
0: you- no! <laughs> Sound effects are already happening. Ah! Alright, so uh, yesterday, uh, we we, deli- we were going to do the podcast yesterday, but we're like, uh ah, Nintendo Direct is happening, we should probably just wait, because people are going to be listening to this, like, over the weekend or something, uh, and they'll already know what have, what happened, uh, so we waited, we held off, so we could talk about all of the big announcements, and it was, like, a pretty decent, I mean, it was, like, a, a really good Direct, actually. It was a great
1: Direct, I thought it was, yeah. it was super, it was kind of fast-paced, and, like, the direct was worse than it could have been because some of the surprises like already got announced, and it was right. Great. That's a
0: very good point. Yeah, right. Like, like we definitely knew Yoshi's Cracked World had a name, and we knew Civ Six was coming. Civ Six,
1: we knew, um, and
0: that Civ Six trailer Chronicles. that they showed was differently crafted in a way to get people like, wait, what is this? Yeah.
1: Right. It's like, <laughs> Oh, whoa, it's a six. And it's, and it was kind of awkward to watch it. Be like, yeah. Oh, it's a six.
0: Yeah. Your, uh, your tweet was really good where you had uh, the animal crossing guy, Tom, Nook, just looking at the computer, like <laughs> go, looking miserable, uh, like this is for Axis. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we can just kind of get into this stuff, uh, but, but we'll start maybe with like the biggest things and maybe wrap up some of the other announcements that were uh, a bits more, maybe worth mentioning. Uh, First up, though, I, they they kicked off the Nintendo Direct with this. Like, I was um, I was, I was telling you, like, hey, I'm gonna run and go like get some water. I'll be right back and uh, sit down to write. And when I got back, this trailer was already playing, and it was Luigi's Mansion 3. And I st- I almost was like clicking my brain off because I'm like, well, this is Luigi's Mansion. It's coming to the 3DS, so I'm right. not gonna play and, this. That's
1: what yeah, I thought too. Ahead. I'm like, oh, they're promoting Luigi's Mansion. Then I'm like, this looks HD. Maybe they're also just bringing that remake to Switch. And then I'm yeah, like, no, same. it's Luigi's Mansion 3.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, "Well, okay, wait, what?" And so I'm like, "Wait, did they say 3?" Cuz again, I was like only half paying attention at this point. And yeah, it's Luigi's Mansion 3 coming in 2019 for the Switch. Uh so yeah, that the franchise will finally go HD. Um it, you know, it's getting a new entry uh after the 3DS one. Um and yeah, so that's that. I mean, that's pretty cool. They didn't show too much more, but it's like, yeah, it's it's going to be happening. it's going to look it's going to look and feel like the Luigi's Mansions from before. So if you like those games, um, you're getting more of it. That's pretty. And
1: you cool. should like those games.
0: Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, this was at the end. This is how they finished it. But we'll just jump there. Good book ending um, here by them. Exactly. They did a really good job with this, and and you could tell that they were nervous about how they did this this whole structure of like this very ending part where. Uh, I can't remember who who was actually doing the announcing for Nintendo, who was doing the introductions for, of each game. Uh, but he was like, please stay to the very end. Uh, because they started with Animal Crossing characters, uh, Isabel and I think maybe Tom Nook. Uh, and you know, they're talking and it's Animal Crossing graphics and all this stuff. It was the
1: mailman, actually.
0: And the mailman, mailman okay, yeah. And then uh, they very quickly are like, hey, no, this is Isabel in Smash. And so people were, were like getting built up their hopes about like oh animal crossing on switch oh my god oh my god and it just says isabel turns over a new leaf and then shows her card for being in smash uh, and then they showed a bunch of gameplay from that and it looked cool she's a, uh she's a cool looking character for that game um i i love isabel i really really like a lot uh, of people
1: do that. And yeah. this, was, this was a pretty This was both predicting, I think, a part of that leak that had already gotten every other character right. Like, the leak said that Simon Belmont and King K. Rool were coming. So, at at this point, that leak, if you want to find it, you can find it. Looks like that's right. So,
0: Gino's probably happening. Yeah, I I really, really hope that's the case. Uh, And and I can't wait to see how they do that reveal. Oh, my God.
1: Because we might see Gino in a CG movie, and I'll, I'll die.
0: Yeah, and like they they've been pairing a lot of this stuff with like other like okay, so like this one, you know, they they showed Isabel, and, and for people that don't know, Isabel's like your uh, assistant character in Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS, I think. Yeah, she's like
1: the classic like overstretched but like overly pleasant secretary kind
0: of character. Exactly. Exactly. She's very endearing. She, yes, she she's great, and then. Uh, So people were maybe starting to worry that this was just a a, a Smash Brothers character announcement, Uh, but there was that warning to stay to the very end, and then they uh, cut to Tom Nook, who is the, the loan officer who lends you money and runs all the stores in Animal Crossing, and he is... Sitting in the dark, and he's like, "Oh man, well, good for you, Isabel. I'm glad to see you're going to go do something so cool. I'm going to get back to work." And then, boom, they go into a, a, another, basically a big title card that just says "Animal Crossing for Switch 2019," and that's what we got. That,
1: that 2019 lineup for Switch is starting to look pretty
0: good, isn't it? Very strong, yeah. Uh, these are uh, these are games. So that's like Luigi's Mansion Three, Animal Crossing. Maybe we'll get Metroid Prime Four in, in 2019. Let's let's hope we do. Uh, you know, there's some other stuff, but like these games that they're filling in now, the, the, like the ones, the two they announced in this direct, uh, those are games where it's like they could have always been kind of like working with these games a little bit. They were probably never going to be um, as big as a Zelda or a Mario in terms of what it takes to make them like they're probably easier to make so they could get them ready for 2019. Uh, and I, I would expect that's going to be like how what their 2019 uh, looks and feels like where it's just like. Okay, the switch is doing really well. We need to get new games out, and what do we have that works? Uh, and I think these were these were great choices. I'm really happy with these.
1: I, I mean, a lot of people, especially, were asking about Animal Crossing. If people were disappointed with the Last Direct, whenever that was, or E3. Or E3, they're disappointed that there's no Animal Crossing. Right. So I have that pretty much here right now. Like, no, that is coming. Don't worry. And, and Luigi's Mansion Three, I think, is a cool. Like, it's something you would kind of expect, but it, it's still a surprise. I don't. I don't. Right. I wasn't really expecting it yet.
0: Right, yeah, it's it's kind of in that um in that Pikmin range where you just you don't know if Nintendo's going to stick with it or not. Uh, maybe I mean they've been doing those up those uh, re releases and stuff, but uh, yeah, you just don't know. So it's cool it's cool to see like okay, yeah, they want to keep making those games. That's nice. Um, it does feel like this was like the sequel or like the the part two of the E three conference that they just left off. And so, they're like, hey, we finally finished doing our E three conference in September or whatever. Um, a lot of this stuff felt like felt like games that could have been in that E three. Right, but because uh, they, they, they do just do don't need
1: directs, to do X. Yeah, I mean, not, well, it's smarter because now they're able to have this exciting thing happen in September,
0: yeah, right? And it, it no one
1: else is having anything like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely um so let's get on to some of this other stuff uh, another switch game uh but an, an older wii u game new super mario brothers u deluxe is coming to the switch i think that was in january january 11th i think is the release date for that um so that's gonna hit right after the new year and that's you know it is basically just new super mario brothers u again uh, and that was a launch game it know, has Luigi, like and,
1: and kind of like what they did with donkey kong country tropical freeze that has like some new characters that are basically right. kind of like easy mode characters.
0: Right. You know, new funky uh, mode, right? Yeah, so that those that game uh, had, had a four-player co-op, so you could play as Mario, Luigi, and then two different Toads. Uh, and that, that was like one of the big bummers, I think, about that game, because like the characters weren't uh, Princess and then Toad. Like Princess wasn't included. But now they have Toadette and I uh, can't remember who the other new character is. Yeah, oh, thing. Nabbit. Nabbit. Nabbit is his name, yeah. 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 Who's like the little thief guy. Uh, but then Toadette can turn into Princess Peach as, like, one of her powers or something like Princess that. Princess um, Peachette, excuse Pichette. you. Yes, yeah. Excuse you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So sorry, Peachette. Um, you know, they, they did that because they. this was, like, when Nintendo was, like, really pulling back on investing a lot in, in these kinds of games anyhow where they were like, oh, yeah, we just used the Toads because it was cheaper because they move exactly like Mario and Luigi, so we don't need to, like, build, you know, to- totally different characters, and it's like, oh, that's your reason? That's a bummer. That actually kind of stinks. Uh, so, I- I'm glad they're adding new characters, but they're not kind of like redo, or like reversing that decision and like actually adding Peach into it. But whatever, it's still a really good it's game. It's uh, pretty good. It's coming to the Switch. Uh, my dog's unhappy. Yeah, the dog. The dog hates it. Dog does not like that game. Uh, that dog uh, is uh, still mad about Jeremy Parrish putting that as the number one Mario game of all time on the Polygon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get to some of these other ones. Final Fantasy Extravaganza is actually what the uh, Nintendo press release called it. Um, basically, there's just a ton of Final Fantasy games coming to the Switch. Uh, we already knew. I think uh, it leaked or maybe got announced separately that um, the the what was the one that what's that game the Game Boy Advance one? Um, Crystal
1: Chronicles was announced as some Sony thing, and then like a press release was like, "Oh, this is also coming to Switch." And this was another thing that was probably clearly supposed to be announced here first.
0: Right, exactly. Yes, because they, yeah, they again they delayed this Nintendo Direct. They were supposed to do it last week. Um, you know, we also knew like Final Fantasy or fifteen Pocket Edition stuff like that. Um, but then like they got really quiet and serious and brought up the Final Fantasy music really loud on the stream. And like also Final Fantasy seven, nine, 2 HD Remaster, and Final Fantasy twelve are, are all also coming to the Switch. So. That's pretty good stuff. This is the first time uh, I think any of those games are on a Nintendo platform. Yes,
1: so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It, like, I, love, I love all those games. I love Final Fantasy IX a lot. Uh, the idea of having that on my Switch is so cool. Twelve also, I almost kind of wish like I didn't play that remake of Twelve on PlayStation 4 because I would love mm-hmm. to just play it on my Switch right now. But yeah, if you're my friend and you have a Switch and you haven't played Final Fantasy IX, expect me to be bugging you about playing that. <laughs>
0: So yeah. Uh, so you don't
1: have to worry, yeah, because you are not my friend.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm not worried. I'm not gonna play it either. Um, Final Fantasy VIII, however, did get left off the list. You had a good point about this, although I think it's just because it stinks and they know it. And no,
1: Final, it. Final Fantasy VIII's fine, but but uh, it is. So for the main reason is because Final Fantasy VII and IX have recently had ports for PlayStation Four, PC, and or mobile. Like those games have been given that treatment, so it's easy to put this. That's kind of game on Switch.
0: Yeah, they've done now, the work. They, they've been in there already making these changes, so it's like a matter of, like, getting it ready for the Switch. Right. As Now, you know, and that's easy.
1: You could ask, why haven't they done that for 8? Eight. 8 is kind of in this weird spot where it's 7 is, like, the big right, like, hit. Like, everyone knows Office of 7. Then 9 became, like, the kind of sleeper that now has this, like, dedicated fan base, and everyone loves it. And eight's still kind of like this awkward middle child. Uh, right. I like Final Fantasy 8. It's a lot definitely of weird. Yeah. And it's kind of... It has, like, one of the weirder magic systems in the game. But once you understand it, it's actually kind of fun and rewarding. But, like, you have to, like, draw magic from enemies. So, you know, like, Font basically 7, you just equip magic to people, right? And you kind of level up the magic by using it. And 9, the magic is tied to items. There are simpler systems that are also good. Whereas this is a good system, but it's very complicated. And it's also, like, the one, like one of the most, like modern sci-fi kind of Final Fantasy games. There's a lot of reasons to not like it, and I get it, but I think it's pretty interesting and fun.
0: And it, it does feel like for Square Enix, it just comes down to they, they have to commit one way or the other kind of at, from that time period to seven or eight. It feels like at least until they get the seven remake, like really up on its feet or out uh, one or the other. Um, I, I, do
1: you remember when Final Fantasy VIII was coming out? Because it was probably, as far as I can remember, the most hyped Final Fantasy because it was the one that followed Final Fantasy VII.
0: Right. Final, Final The, the build-up to Final Fantasy VII was uh, really strange because it was, it, it was huge and it was this big, important thing, and it was a game series that I never really cared about or really knew much about before that. But all of a sudden, all these commercials are coming, and there's this giant thing, this fireball flying through the air, and it looked so cool, and it was like... On primetime TV commercials, and you would see it all the time, and uh, people it would draw everyone's attention. Are you talking like, about oh, eight or seven a- now? Seven. Okay. Yeah, seven. Yeah, like in like I remember that part of it, and then so then and then the game came out, and it lived up to that hype, and everyone was so into it, and they they were you know uh, thrilled and couldn't wait for the next one, and then eight was coming along. So yes, eight was like this. Massive event and like um, gra- gra-
1: it was obviously a big graphical leap, right? Because like Final Fantasy seven right. still had like the kind of like what's you know the block hands and stuff. And, and right, yeah, the
0: super de- looks- they were they were three D super deformed characters or whatever, and which then, I like in
1: retrospect. Though. I think that's yeah, for sure.
0: But it was like, like no, we're realistic. all everything's realistic as we can do. So and you know it was it was definitely interesting at the time. Like it got everyone's attention, uh, and it really cause that hype cycle to bubble up in a way that yeah wasn't.
1: maybe it, it overreached but i mean i remember, like I remember like that game coming out the demo with brave fencer musashi oh my God, I, oh, yeah. oh i bought brave fencer musashi don't worry about
0: that <laughs> i think i i didn't even like own a playstation but yeah i think i like rented brave fencer musashi because i think there was a way to get it without I, I don't know i remember doing all that to try it out um and i didn't even really care about that series that much even at that time um yeah, so that I mean, f- lots of Final Fantasies coming to Nintendo. Uh, this is
1: good. I'm more. Yeah, it's good. He's on, fi- on the Switch, please.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, this has got to be Square Enix. Just like looking at the numbers, they probably decided this sometime last year. Like, hey, uh, this stuff's going to uh, this stuff could be. I mean, honestly, I maybe they decided last year because none of these games have a release date. I don't think they just said it's 2019. coming 2019. So they could have waited until they saw Octopath Traveler numbers. And been like, okay, yeah, we need to put everything we possibly can on the Switch. Um, and, yeah, but they're going to benefit from that. They are definitely Do you think all these
1: games are going, like, not, like, in terms of, like, competing with their PlayStation 4 or, or like, PC mobile versions? Do you think all these are going to sell better on Switch than they did anywhere yes. else?
0: Yes, 100%. Without a doubt, actually, yeah. Uh, like tw- just- the,
1: the, the remaster is on a little bit more... S- uh, I think 7 and 9 are definitely going to be
0: selling better. Yeah, you, you got... Yes, it'll be a little bit closer there. Uh, people will just be like, well, I want to play it on the best-looking thing possible, and I already own it on, on these. But um, yeah, 7 and 9 will ha- easily outsell the Steam and PlayStation 4 versions, I think, for sure. And I, I and in the end, I think all of them will. Um, Okay, so uh, continuing, they did some stuff on the um, Nintendo uh, Switch Online service, basically just re... Uh, redoing the list of, like, what well, here's what you get if you pay $20 a year. And then right after that, they said, oh, and we're going to release these NES controllers that you can use to play the NES games that you get uh, with the Switch online service. That kind and of stuff are, sure
1: would be more exciting if uh, the NES Classic Edition didn't already exist.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so these are wireless NES controllers that connect to the Switch, and then you can also hook them onto the sides of the Switch, but they didn't show them undocked when you did that. So I, I don't necessarily know that that's going to be a viable way to continue to play games like in a handheld mode. Cause it, it looks funky. It looks like just I think you're just supposed to do outside. that to charge
1: them. I don't think you actually put them on there and like, play I, th- like I that. think
0: you might be right, but I think that's also weird. Cause I wish they would have, I wish they would have just found a way to add a D pad to something. And like, that would have been their big thing here. Uh, but yeah, so it's two, you get a pair for $60. You can pre-order them September 18th. They begin shipping later this year. I think in December, not positive though. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that was the, the biggest stuff. Uh, there was a bunch of other things. Like we saw a little bit more of Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, they showed that game before when it was just called Yoshi's or uh, Yoshi's uh, Yoshi, Yoshi game. Yeah, yeah and then um, and I think the interesting thing then in that trailer was, oh, you can like look behind uh, the level and like see the other side of this cardboard crafted world. Uh, and it looked it looked cool. It was a cool effect. I was into that.
1: Yeah, but like I'm still just like want these games to just somehow be as good as Yoshi Island. And I don't know. Yeah.
0: If I, it doesn't, it doesn't look, it just looks like a very leisurely stroll through. Game. Right. doesn't
1: look like This is going to be another, like, this is easy. And but
0: then there was, th- likes it. yeah, exactly. And they will, I'm sure. Uh And then there was this uh town game from game freak. This is like their new RPG. Did you write about this?
1: Yeah. So, you know, game freak has done non, Pokemon oh, yeah. games, uh, but they're usually like platformers or, or rhythm games or things like. Right. I don't know There's if they've that ever horse just made one, right? Yeah, horse that, racing one. badass tempo, the, the elephant or whatever. But I, I don't know if they've ever just made another RPG. So that's kind of interesting, and it looks pretty good, right? Like it gets colorful. It's I like pretty.
0: the idea. It's like it all takes place in a single town, uh, so it's like it's not like this hyper scaled up idea of an adventure. It's like this very. Contained idea, uh, and I think that they, you could do a lot with that, especially because most games haven't tried that. Um, especially if they make it like very, very detailed. Um, I mean, the, the, you know, it looks like a, a Game Freak RPG, you know, but it's you know it's, it's modern graphics, but it's not like hyper realistic or anything like that. But they, if they put um, just a ton of characters and a ton of stuff to do in a small town, uh, that could be really, really interesting. And I, I hope that's kind of the path they're going. Um, Katamari Damashi uh, re-roll is coming to the Switch. Uh, that I'm very excited about that because Katamari Damashi is very good. See, I never, and
1: I've never played those games somehow. So maybe this is where I could because it's like a remake of the original. Maybe I can finally right. kind of get in here.
0: I, I would because I love those games. I really. I, I think that's why I went out and got a PS2 uh, was Katamari wow. Damashi. So uh, is the
1: first one still the best one? Because I've seen some people saying that.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, and it, you know, it, it it establishes all the things that people still reference about those games. The characters, the king of all the cosmos, the music. It's just all all already in there at that <clears> point. It wasn't like some
1: important thing that was added later. Well, yeah, fine, they, fine, they, that they like didn't like improve the on the formula. No,
0: no, no way. Yeah. Um, and they were fine. The sequels were fine. They just weren't as great as that first one. Um, I, I have no idea. what I, I keep forgetting what this one even is. The Damon is like Ex that, Machina. This
1: is like that robot game.
0: Right, yeah. <coughs> like, um, whatever. Exactly. They had more stuff about that. You guys can go look it up on your own. I don't give a shit. Uh, I like <laughs> this one, Capcom beat em up Bundle. Ooh. It's just a bunch of uh, old Capcom Beat-Em-Up games put into one. And in I, I can
1: finally play Captain Commando or whatever, like a character I only know from Marvel vs. Capcom 2.
0: Right, yeah. I, I, I think um, these kinds of bundles are smart. It, it's not as, uh, as massive as something like the SNK bundle. There aren't as many games uh but still i you know they don't have to target yeah, you so you get final right play, you get some cool things
1: i mean it, it probably does wonder like these games are inherently so similar like could you play through all of these and yeah kind of like get like uh punching a yeah. lot
0: of people yeah but i guess i mean it's an easy way for them to inflate the price a little bit uh and make people feel like they're getting a the good value uh, and maybe some people will play through all of them i don't know. Probably not me. Um, they're the big uh, the big like thing that they do recently that nintendo's done a lot uh, where they announced the game and then release it was um city skylines which is a sim city kind of game which came out for pc a while ago and uh, people really like i think it's also on other consoles
1: this was the game that kind of came in when people were disappointed by the last sim right
0: it swooped in right after that sim city game and really took off and did really well um people who have played this at gamescom i guess they said it uh it runs really slow like the, the frame rate's really bad um I don't know. I'd have to see if that's really going to bother me, but I think even in the tra- trailer, the video footage that they, that they showed during the Nintendo Direct, it looked choppy and kind of bad. Uh, but, you know, it's not like a um, a narrative adventure thing. It's like the city management game, so maybe you can lo- look past that stuff if you can carry it with you in your pocket. Um and then there was the Civ Six thing, which again, I, you know, they just they positioned that like it was a big announcement. They had to announce it last week because they delayed this thing. Uh, but I am still very excited about that, uh, even though it wasn't like something to get hyped about during the Nintendo Direct itself. Um, and then there was a bunch of other smaller stuff, even smaller than these things. Uh, updates for Splatoon, Splatoon Two and Mario Tennis. Uh, they updated the 3ds stuff. There's Kirby's Epic Yarn is coming to the 3ds, which I don't think they announced before. Yeah, um, yeah, that was new. But, uh, yeah, uh, overall, though, just a really well-done Direct. And it was, like, the first Direct in a really long time that wasn't uh, game-focused or focused on a very specific thing. So, um, I, you know, it was doing a lot, and it delivered a lot. So I was, I was really happy with it.
1: It's also pretty nice. Like, they, they announced Luigi's Mansion 3, and then they're like, okay, here's all the 3DS stuff. Like, they kind of know right. a lot of people
0: don't Yeah, know. I mean, they have to know, just based on looking at the sales numbers for WarioWare, that people aren't buying 3DS games anymore. So let's just get that stuff out of the way. Uh, throw a bone to the people who just bought one like in the last year or two uh, and then move on um, okay so that does it for the Nintendo Direct we're going to move on now with the news ourselves um, first up is EA is refusing to remove loot boxes in FIFA 18 and 19 in Belgium uh, despite the ruling of court that loot boxes are gambling in that country uh, And so basically EA is challenging the government in court uh, or, or asking the government to challenge yeah, them court. let the
1: corporations and governments fight it out
0: it's, it's what, what that's what's happening. Um, now, EA is like the one company making a stand here. I think um, we might I think have Overwatch
1: about it. already, like, Cave.
0: Overwatch and Valve, I think, have taken their stuff out because they're like, it's just easier to do that than to fight this. But I think EA is going to treat this as like an opportunity to actually. Settle this once and for all to say, Hey, we don't think loot boxes are gambling. They shouldn't be treated as gambling. And if we don't fight it here, eventually next thing we're going to wake up and everywhere, is going to have the same sort of mentality and the same regulations. And we're not going to be able to make our money anymore. And that's, that's unacceptable to us. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I wonder how this is going to play out. It's just, it'll be fun kinda, to watch. I mean, I'm not super gonna,
1: invested one way or the
0: other. Right. But. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Cause I, I really don't play a lot of games with loot boxes and the ones I do like overwatch that I, I, I think are fun, I, I kind of do like, um, you know, that's probably not going to get taken out in America anytime soon. So yeah, it's fine. Um, okay. Multiple switch games, including Pokemon, Splatoon and dark souls will not support cloud saves. So one of the big things that's coming on September 18th when Nintendo finally rolls out Nintendo Switch Online and starts asking money for you to play online is you get cloud saves, but you have to pay for them. Uh, But even when you do that, not every game will be supported. Those games mentioned above, and there's a few others, uh, they just won't work. Um, And I I grabbed a quote. I think this is uh, just Nintendo trying to explain why it works like this. Uh, So, yeah, I'm just going to read it in a whole... The vast majority of Nintendo Switch games will support Save Data Cloud Backup. However, in certain games, this feature would make it possible to, for example, regain items that had been traded to other players or revert to a higher online multiplayer ranking that had been lost. To ensure fair play, Save Data Cloud Backup may not be enabled for such games. To ensure that Save Data Cloud Backups cannot be used to unfairly affect online multiplayer rankings, the feature will not be enabled in Splatoon 2. So
1: can you explain why this isn't a problem in every online shooter game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox one?
0: Cause they build them in a way with cloud saves in mind and they just didn't build these games with cloud saves in mind. So you follow that logic. You would assume that from this point forward, every game coming out from the on the Nintendo switch from third party publishers and Nintendo will be built in such a way that people cannot use cloud saves to do these very basic things. Um, this is very basic stuff. Like, just like, oh, you're going to get an item back, so I'm going to go to my cloud saves and go use an old one. Well, you just have to store that stuff online. So if I log in with the same account, you know that I already traded this stuff online. Like, uh, why wouldn't you store that and stuff in a server? That just makes sense. They've been doing that for, like, more than a decade now in every other game. So... It seems like that's going to be the solution. They're just not going to go back and, like, fix the... I'm I'm sure they'd have to rework these games. It's not just, like, a simple fix. Like, they just, like, change a line of code or something. They'd have to completely... This shouldn't be an issue with, like,
1: Smash Brothers, right? I should be able to cloud save Smash Brothers.
0: I would would assume that there would be zero reason that this wouldn't work in Smash Brothers uh, because they, they definitely have to be building this game with these features all in mind. I mean, it's coming out after they're asking for money any game that releases after this point, um, I think better have cloud saves. So, I mean, Dark Souls is one exception because they've been making that game for a long time. Uh, yeah, it was delayed. So they, they probably just didn't know and they're probably not going to take the time to like be like, wait, Nintendo, wait, what are you doing? Hang on, give us a second. What? So who, who knows? Um, but yeah, everything else should. We'll see. Uh, again, though, because Nintendo's funky. Um, PUBG. PUBG was the first game ever in the history of steam to have uh, 365 consecutive days where it's peak concurrent player count, which is like the, the highest number of people online at any one time throughout a 24 hour period was over 1 million. It did that for 365 days in a row. And then like the next day uh, it dipped below 1 million at a peak for the first time. Um, and you know, in a year, um, I, I, it's still like, that's still like way more than all other games. Like it's still
1: sure but of course you know because it's a kind of a big number and it's below it people
0: are going right i mean there's no doubt about it that it is uh, losing ground sure um and i'm sure Fortnite is not quite losing the ground the same way just because it's on it's it's on playstation 4 as well and it's like much easier to play on the consoles um and you know it's it's just much more popular with a, a much larger group like kids and uh everyone else um but I would imagine that Fortnite is going to fizzle out a little bit at some point, um, and it'll go through something similar. The problem for PUBG will be just how far does it continue to dip? Does it like really lose all its steam, or does it kind of fall into a uh, to, to some like Dota two like numbers or like Counter Strike numbers, which are totally acceptable and fine? And it'll be right. it'll go for years. Does it stabilize
1: so or does it just keep? Right. Yeah.
0: Um, And you know, there's a bunch of other uh, battle royals, battle royale games coming out. Uh, We'll see. You know, that's going to continue divvying up the pie uh, instead of bringing in new players, except for games like Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield, which probably will bring in some new battle royale players. Um, We already touched on this one, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. We don't have to talk about that again. Uh, Yeah, last story, Um, Project Judge. Did you look into this at all? Have you seen this? Do you know what this is? No. So this is basically Yakuza. It's from the Yakuza developers. But what if Yakuza was Phoenix Wright? Oh, I have
1: heard a little bit about this. It's
0: like a courtroom drama action game from the people who make Yakuza games. And that sounds really cool. (laughs) I really like that idea. Oh, yeah. I want that. There's a trailer out now, so people should check that out. I think it's just called Project Judge. Um, And I'm just glad that the Yakuza developers are doing um, games other than just Yakuza, which are great. But that studio is so talented that I'm glad they're branching out. Uh, and then to branch out into into such an interesting direction is, oh, i'm I'm into that because they really I think they have the characters like doing like the objection kind of thing, and it really feels like that over dramatized uh, courtroom stuff that you would want from a video game that's gonna be in a courtroom at all. And then it still has all of like the really impressive visuals and and like world art, environmental art of a yakuza game, and you would hope that it has a lot of the exploration and um, side quest kind of stuff that they put into those games as well. so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. It looks really cool.
1: You know, I love me some Phoenix Wright.
0: Yeah, I thought that would be uh, the thing that, like, would help register with you. Uh, oh, why does. you should be excited. Um, Mike, that's going to, that does it for me. Do you have any other news items you want to talk about?
1: No, I want to stop talking to you. I hate you.
0: Yeah, let's, let's just, I mean, it's Friday. I don't want, we deal with yeah. each other all week. It's got to end at some point. Um, all right, Mike, well, then I think we should probably start by telling people where they can find you on the internet.
1: You can find me at gamespeed.com Exploding Barrels uh, website. That's the other podcast I do with my brother. It's at ebpodcast.com. And on Twitter, I'm Tolkoto, T-O-L-K-O-T-O.
0: On Twitter, I am at Jeff Grubb. Um, I'm also on uh, YouTube at youtube.com slash Jeffrey Grubb and twitch.tv slash Jeff Grubb. Um, you know, get me, catch me on there. I, uh, I will be... Pretty busy, not streaming because I'm doing some uh, embargoed stuff. We got the uh, RTX card reviews coming up on Wednesday from Nvidia, uh, and I can't really show any of that stuff online until that point. So, uh, so I'll have to kind of be in my laboratory looking at stuff. I will get to see finally see some ray tracing games though, so that'll be cool. I want to see what what Tomb Raider looks oh, like. I wanna snap. See what, yeah, I want to see what Battlefield looks like. They, uh, I think, Call of Duty already supports ray tracing. I remember so you I'm, I'm excited. I think
1: last week you explained to me what ray tracing means, and I already forget. So don't just, worry it's about just, that. it, it just I, is, uh, I'm not asking for you to clarify. To be clear,
0: I just can't help it. It's just like <laughs> the way light works in real life. That's all it means. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. There's a lot more to it, but that's it. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna do it for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, thanks for putting up with us. Until next week, have a good one. Bye. Bye.